Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of the Strand Tennis Center podcast, filled with tips, advice, tennis, not tennis, just life advice too, whatever you need. Uh, like it on YouTube, share it on uh, the podcast as well. Thank you. Uh, welcome to the Strand Tennis Center podcast. You have to tell people, where'd you get your perm? Uh... Like an Asian salon. Come on, you have Korean to show. You go in front of the camera, Santi. Come on, Santi. It looks fantastic. You have to show people. Look at this guy. You want to talk about multi-talented? Always. I thought you did the perm yourself. It looks so good. That would be crazy. Why would that? How long does a perm take? It's, this one took like an hour and 45 minutes. So, so the cut and perm and you sit there. So, But it's not a tight perm. These are long curls. These are like a wavy, wavy perm. How long does it last? She said, like, four months or so. Four months? Yeah, she said she'd come back in four months or so. Do you have if that you desire, like, uh, girls, they want short, they want straight hair, have curly hair, girls have curly hair, want straight hair. Do you always want, like, wavy hair because you have straight hair? Yeah. I Well, at first I was going to cut off all my hair again. Okay. Then I was like, I kind of want to keep it long. What can I do? And then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I should get a perm. I'll try it. What if it sucks? Whatever. You can chop it all off. Um and then she gave me what I wanted, which is like a surfer wavy, waviness. You Not do, too curly. You do if it's look too like curly, a surfer. yeah. And when I wash it, it bounces. It's really curly, but then it relaxes a little. So you come in with your shades. You come in with your perm. I like yeah. the stud earrings too. Look at you. You're really looking. You look like a stud. Look at this. This yeah. makes me jealous. I always ask something where he goes, where he goes on vacation, where he goes here, he goes down the. How was the waves the other day? It was surfing. How were they? The waves are pretty good. They're okay. Good and okay. Uh, they're like uh, four feet, three feet, some good ones. So how long did it take you to get good at surfing? I'm not good. Uh, well, I would I say mean, you can I, started last, I started last summer. Yeah, I can stand up and stuff, but I snowboard, so it helps a little bit with, like, balance and foot, uh, foot placement and stuff like that. Okay. But it's still, like, snow surfing, you have to get up, and if you don't get up, you just basically don't get the practice. How long did it take you to get up? Oh, you, well, you buy, like, different boards. So, like, a long board, uh, a lot easier, big, lots of volume. So, so it you took can me balance about, easier. Yeah, it took me about two, two sessions to get okay. up properly. And then, but then when you switch to other boards, you have to, like, basically learn that again because you're trying to get up on a shorter board, and you have to balance out on that as well. Yeah. And then at the same time, you have to, like, especially in Hawaii, if you go to, like, uh, Waikiki, you have to dodge people because there's just people everywhere. Okay. So it's very dangerous. I yeah. just, I'm just, I'm thinking about what we're going to talk about, but I'm also, you got to get interested in this stuff too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, you want to live process, the pro living vicariously. <laughs> I, yeah, actually, uh, a client asked me to go surfing with his other client. Uh, That's cool. This morning, uh, Friday. I'm like, I can't, like, I can't even like, surf. Yeah, I'll go cool. watch you guys take some pictures. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can't. I have no chance. You can try it. I used to do I a have lot so of body boards. surfing. Borrow them. You know, my wife will say you're just going to hurt yourself. It's the <laughs> water. A, you just a, fall that's in the what water. She'll say. No, somehow I'll hurt oh, myself. I have a wetsuit too. You could borrow that. We're like uh, the same height. Yeah. I'll wear the wetsuit for the podcast. Yeah, that's okay. it. I'll wear a wetsuit. Bring in the bring in the bring in the wetsuit. I'll wear it for the podcast. Oh my God. It's, it's be super fun. tight. But I was going to talk about thinking about sports and dedication, seasonal stuff. So we're getting into, um, you know. Our super busiest time, but we're getting into a season where it's wintertime, right? So there's no tennis going on for players. Even college-wise, they take the winter off, right? They do invitationals in the fall, 
and their season gets going after the break. But this is the time where you can make up a lot of things you need to work on. A lot of people go through the season in the fall, the girls' sports, and they go, oh, I want to take a break. And all of a sudden, it's March, and then all of a sudden, it's April, and you have taken too much of a break, and you've got to get ready in August. So this is the time. You want to talk about being successful? This is the time when all the seasons are off that you need to practice. And I'm not making a sales pitch for our club. I'm talking about anything you do. I'm talking about any sport that is ended in the, in the fall, anything that you need to practice on, keep doing it. Whether you play at other clubs, anything you need to do. On the, in a tennis world, you need to keep sharp because when you can play tennis, you can play tennis for months. And then I don't yeah. play for three days, and the ball feels like a, a cantaloupe. I feel heavy. I can't really play. So you need to get that feel of being on the court all the time. You need to play a lot of matches. Match play matches. is key to be successful. Don't just drill all day. Play matches. Play matches. And when you're in an off-season workout program, I still think you should hit it four or five days a week. You know, when you're playing, every, and then when you're playing during the season, you won't train as much, like right. fitness-wise. You'll play probably six days a week because it's just the nature of it. The girls' season, they were playing every day. Yeah, playing almost five days because there wasn't much practice. They were trying to get the season in. Yeah. But I, if you go to an off-season program, I would say you should be playing probably three to four days a week. And then you can take some time, but I would, even, I would even venture to say five days. But you can take a couple of days off in the wintertime, maybe three. Uh, that's you a do probably at least the, minimum three. It's probably a nice average. You can take three days off. But don't be taking clumps of two to three weeks at a time because your game is going to be off. You have to keep – tennis is that kind of game where you have to stay sharp technically, but you've got to stay sharp mentally because you get out of competition, you get out of practice, and you feel like you can't, I mean, you just feel like you can't win a match anymore because you don't know what to do at certain points. You don't know how your instincts need to take over, and when you're not playing, those instincts don't take over. You need to have that quick decision-making ability at that time. So I say when you hit the off-season, I would spend... Probably, uh, probably six to eight hours on the tennis court. A day? No, not a day. All no, week? Not a, no, a week. A week. Oh. Any off a day. Jeez, that's on, boy. Six to eight hours of, you know, these are people that just want to keep their game up. They're not yeah. trying to be professional athletes, right? Yeah. yeah, two hours, three days a week, four days a week, that's eight hours. That's fine, right? That'll keep you sharp. And then I would do more stretching than anything. Do more band work, do more stretch, and keep yourself limber so you can get just a, a simple athletic band, right, and wrap it around the net post and do a stretch here, do a stretch there. So do 10 this way with the band around the net post, do 10 that way, do 10 like this, do 10 like that. I think they can see me. So that will help your shoulder. That will help get blood flow into your shoulder and keep it loose. And then just do stretching. I would do 20-minute stretch in the morning, 20-minute stretch at night got to keep your body loose and and being able to avoid injury because you don't want to play in the offseason and not stretch at all you're even if you're younger there's injuries there's tons of injuries so that's really what i wanted to talk about the season's ended don't let up don't let it go don't even if you had a good season you can enjoy it and this is me and i guess this is me in general i <laughs> it's hard 
for me to sit back and enjoy much, but I, I enjoy the process. So this is what you have to do. You got to start to fall in love with processes. So now it's your off season process where you're practicing eight hours, six hours and get used to processes and enjoy them because really that's all there is. Cause you'll find that when you get the result you want, it's never cracked up to what it's supposed to be. Right. So it's really the process. And everybody says that it's the journey. It's a journey. But I don't like to say journey because it sounds so floaty to me. I think it's the process. I'm talking yeah. about the process. Yeah. Like we said, my day last week, getting up in the morning. That yeah. is a process that you just never let go of. There's no like, oh, my God, until I get to this point, it's just part of you. And you have to realize if you want to be successful, it has to be part of you. Part yeah. of you, part of you every day. You're, it's in you somehow. It's part of you in some way. And that's the big key. So don't lose that focus. You can downplay the focus. You can, you can make it a shorter window of focus or say, I'm not going to play you know, every single day or I'm not going to play 12, 14 hours a week. But you have to stay at a level of concentration. It's like, and again, this podcast is all about you start to mention tennis, and it can be equated to anything, any type of business. If you don't, like, if you completely lose focus or don't delegate to the right people or make sure you're hiring the right person or making sure that if you don't hire the right person that they're out of there quickly, mm-hmm. that's you not being focused, staying with it. Um, can you remember an example when you were very focused and then not focused in your life? Uh, well, for me, when I'm, like, really focused, it's, like, okay, when I owned the, when I had, used to have my own restaurant, I was super, fo- you're, you're super focused at night when it's, like, the, the dinner rush, you're, like, in the zone, and then you just don't realize, like, four hours just went by, and then when you're, for me, when I'm not in the focus, it's just, like, when I, I guess maybe I'm, like, relaxing a little bit, trying yeah. to de-stress, I'm kind of just, like, my mind's still, like, running, but I try to, like, not let it run as much. And I'm just aimlessly doing something or... Do you, you know think I mean? this is your most productive period in your life? Or do you feel like you were more productive at different times? Produ- uh, I guess to find productive? I no, know. I mean, I feel I'm pretty productive now, yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm doing something that's worth something, you know. Um, I don't feel unproductive. I feel like... I think you are. I think you're yeah, doing a great job. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel I feel great. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's good. I like you here. It's good. Well, it's that's fun. good. That's you know, all. It's it's something yeah. that's everything. That's all you want. That's all it is. Because you don't want to be great. stressed out every day. You don't want to wake yeah. up like grumpy and you know, people punch their pillows in the morning. They're like, oh, I gotta go to you know, and then they suck it up or whatever. Yeah. And, and I don't suck it up. I'm just like, oh, I'm here. Hello. And happiness has got nothing to do with money. It really doesn't. It really Like, doesn't. I've known people that yeah. have millions of dollars, and they're miserable. Yeah. And there's people that, you know, make 75K, yeah. like you said. Yeah. You just have to, you have to reverse engineer anything. Figure out how much you can live on and figure out. And then money is just yeah. a byproduct of saying, okay, this is what I need to live on. I'll be happy. It's not, you know. Yeah. You, get, you, you set a number for yourself. You call it, like, a freedom number where I can go, okay, this is where I can do what I want. Right. And it may move around a little bit, but don't um, don't think more money is going to make you... Again, like, this has been said forever. Money just exposes who you are. It's not going to make you happier. It's going to make you more of an asshole, or it's going to make you more angry. <laughs> I actually think I would be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. But you wouldn't be, because <laughs> well, you're not I, an asshole. No, 
I think I would be. <laughs> Why? Why would you think you'd be an asshole? I don't know. It doesn't change you. It just exposes you. You're a pretty nice oh, guy. Okay. Do you not think you're I nice? would like to be an asshole, I guess. I don't know. I feel like I'm a... Like, Why deep would down, you, I'm a that's dick. That's interesting. Why deep would you like asshole. to be an asshole? No, I mean, I don't know. Deep down, like, an, I'm a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, to hear, here, I'm nice because I have to be nice to everyone. But, like, in terms of, like, relationships and stuff, I'm, like, kind of like a... I could be You're an asshole. You talking about sometimes. personal relationships? Yeah, personal relationships. I could be like an asshole sometimes. Like selfish. I'm a little selfish. I, well, I like I give I, a lot, but then like if I feel like one thing I'm not getting enough back, then I act a little selfish. So you're a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, oh, that's, that's a good uh that's You're a, a little baby. Yeah. But that's yeah. got That's funny. I, you mean to tell me so Santi comes into $100 million and he's going to be like, if I don't get what I want all the time, oh, oh, I'm no, going to be, be like, is that what you're you. saying? Yeah, oh, I wouldn't be like arrogant or something. No. I'd be like, I don't even need this money. What yes. do I need this much money? What am I going to do so, with it? You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, that's a very, really narrow thing. Like in a relationship, if you don't get what you want, you're a baby. In other words, like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think in general, you're a pretty nice guy. Yeah. I think I'm very nice. Yeah. Like, so friendly and stuff. Yeah, of course. I'm probably one of the most friendly people here. So why do you think money would make you a bad guy? I don't know. I would care less about, like, I wouldn't say people, but, like, I would just do whatever I want. You know what I mean? Well, that mean, wouldn't like you if be, I won the lottery, I'd be like, Steve, I'm gone. Wouldn't you just expand being nice? So if you do whatever oh, you, you mean want, like, would like, you just be like, hey, uh, uh, I'm going to help this person. I'm going to help that person out. Well, first I would be selfish for a good, like, two years. Okay. And, like, buy things, travel, do whatever I want, right? I'd still be very nice to people as I go. But, you know, I feel like I would just have it easier. You know what's so funny? That's what people who are poor. See, like, people who are poor, like me, when, when we think about, because uh, the, the wealth of that generations have and other people have, like, we think that, oh, okay, I could just buy my own way through things and happiness and, like, events and, like, oh, my phone dropped in the water. I'm going to go buy another one. You know, whatever. <laughs> Something like that. Like, some people don't care. They just do whatever. So, no, I th- it'd be fun to do that. That's what I'm trying to say. What I'm... <laughs> Throw money at stuff, right? I don't know. What I'm saying to you <laughs> is a sidebar. Is I'm if I told like, you you had $100 million, on tangents, yeah. what you said was you would travel and buy stuff. You have to think. I this probably would buy as much This stuff, is a different thing. You have to think more. like an yeah. investor, not a spender. I know. Think about if you had a hundred million dollars. I'd put it in the yeah. stock market. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Invest it. Yeah. Don't spend it first. If if I like one day, like I let's say I didn't work here anymore and I won the lottery, I would just call you. I'd be like, Steve, we're gonna open another club. We're gonna open three clubs. Be diligent. That'd but be that's what I was saying. When you made you started to make some money. I said you started to buy some things. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's just gonna exacerbate. Say you have hundred million dollars, you're gonna buy more things. Yeah. It's all relative. Okay. Think about what you need to <laughs> pay off and oh. what you need to invest. Yeah. Remember, money either works for you or you work for it, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's so wise. you're either working for the money, which you have a job, and you're working for it. Right. And then that money needs to work for you as Eventually. well. If yeah. you spend something, it's not working for you. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and, I, and, I, and I said it's not. We talked about this. It's not like you don't have any fun in your life. You don't do anything. Mm-hmm. You just allocate a certain amount of your money, say 20% of it, that's going to be invested. And you don't right. see it. Imagine it was just taken out. Right. right. It's just gone. Right. So you live on the difference. And you say, all right, I'm going to play with the difference. Right. Pay my expenses and play with the difference. But this 20%, I don't right. see. And it's going to get invested. It's and that's it. It's going to grow. It's going to keep you going. Yeah. 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 yeah it sounds. sounds <laughs> <laughs> I told you the two biggest industries really in the world are f- finance. 
Right. And fitness. Right. Billion dollars industries because no one can discipline themselves. I can tell you fitness-wise in two seconds what to do, right? Eat right and work out. You'll be fine. Yeah. No one wants to fucking do it. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah. they do is they hire trainers and this and that and, yeah, a, yeah. and an app that's going to help me. And I'll bring my, where my Zoom and blah, 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 yeah, my yeah, bop yeah. or whatever that is, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the thing. Finance is the same thing. Take 20% off the top. Save it. Don't touch it. Let it build. Put it in an index fund and let it go for 30 years and you'll be rich. You're like, ah. But I want to have fun now, yeah. right? <laughs> so no one does it. And at the time, they spend money on wealth managers uh, and all this shit and blah, blah, so blah. Like later this on wealth manager will help me. He'll get me money quick. Yeah. No mystery. No. <laughs> Compound interest. Compound, baby. Yeah, yeah. Compound. Two, four, eight, twelve, sixteen. Yeah. 12, 16. But look, that's all. Again, our podcasts are going to be a little shorter until we... Uh, there's a couple of guests I have in mind that oh, we're going to have. Sick. Sick. Sick, bro. Sick, no, yeah. <laughs> but basically today was just about the off season. Don't let it go. Don't you don't want to get yourself in a situation where you had a good season, rest on your laurels, especially. Don't sit back and go, "Oh, I had a great year and I'm going to just chill and I'm going to hang out." Don't do it because somebody else out there is working harder than you. Always know that. Someone's working harder than you are. And pretty soon if they work long enough and hard enough, just like money compounds, effort compounds, and they're going to slingshot right past you. Say that 12 times. So don't let it go. If you had a good season, keep it up. That's it. It's all about the effort. Anything else, Santi? No. Come play at the Strand. Come play. Don't, yeah. No sales. No, no. sell. We oh, don't okay. sell here. I miss but people. I'm going to sell. Who perm, Who give you a perm? Sell that. What's the name of the place? Oh, Julia Hair Salon in Edison, New Julia Jersey. Julia Hair Salon in Edison. That's yeah. what we're going to sell. That's awesome. It looks yeah. great. Okay, thanks. That we got to put. That we have to put on the site. <laughs> yeah, no. You as your bio no. pick. Oh, change it? No. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Probably not. Thanks, Thank everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Hope you like the podcast. Please share with your friends, anybody that you know, anybody that's into tennis, anybody that's into bettering themselves, share it.